欲答辩讲稿 defense speech slide 一，各位老师好，很高兴在网上跟你们见面，非常感谢各位老师过来参加我的答辩。Thank you so much for coming to the visual defense of my thesis. The title of my thesis is Late Paleozoic Facies Architecture of Volcano Sedimentary Successions of Bogdan Mountain. And their implications for tectonic paleoenvironmental evolution. This project is supervised by Professor Guo and external research advisors Professor David and Georgia. During the past few years, under their supervision, I have been able to successfully finish this project and publish in international peer-reviewed journals and present in several international meetings. I am really grateful for their support. Slide two. This is the outline of this presentation. I will begin with the background. Objective, methods, and workload of this project. Slide three. One of the most discussed topics in geological literature is the subduction accumulation history of the Kaob, which is located between Siberian, Tarim, and North China Cratons. On the southern margin of Kaob, the Jungar Basin and Shiantian area is subject to numerous studies for its critical position to reconstruct the tectonic evolution of the region. Slide four. One of the main geological questions about the region is that the final closure of the Paleoocene Ocean and accretion of Shiantian and Jungar region. Some suggested the Paleoceans was closed in Triassic or Jurassic. Others argued that Paleoocene was closed and the region was amalgamated by Permian. Slide five. In smaller scale, in Bogda region, the volcanic architecture, eruption environment, and tectonic affinity of Carboniferous Permian volcanic rocks are till debated. A newly discovered pepperite and volcano sedimentary succession is misinterpreted, which led to the controversial paleoenvironmental and tectonic misinterpretations and controversies such as arc versus back arc and northward versus southward subduction polarity. Slide six. With those controversies and reaming questions in mind, the objective of this study is to first. Investigate the newly discovered late Carboniferous, early Permian subaqueous volcano sedimentary succession and pepperites, especially, and discuss their architecture, emplacement mechanism, and implications for paleoenvironmental and tectonic evolution of Bogda. Then, this study investigates the major thick Carboniferous volcanic rocks in Bogda and discusses their petrogenesis, eruption environment, geochronology, and its implication for tectonic evolution of the region. And based on the studies about Carboniferous early Permian successions in Bogda, this study discusses the paleoenvironmental and tectonic evolution of Bogda region. Finally, this study uses available data and evidence from North Shiantian, Eastern, and Western Jungar regions to discuss the synchronous Carboniferous Permian tectonic evolution model for the region. Slide seven. This is the study methods and workload of this project. Obviously, I used most conventional geological methods. Also. I collected and processed geological, geochemical, and geochronological data of critical areas, and made regional correlations to constrain tectonic events in anti-Jungar regions in late Paleozoic. Slide eight. Now, let me jump right into the main part of this study. Slide nine. Bogda Mountain is located in NT and bounded by Jungar and Turfan basins. Jungar Basin is surrounded by Paleozoic volcanic belts with aphylites, flysches, cherts. All indicating subduction collision and post-collisional evolutionary system around the region. Shiantian is divided into three segments by suture zones, namely Northern Shiantian, Central Shiantian, and Southern Shiantian. The oldest rocks exposed in the Bogda Mountain belongs to early Carboniferous. Major intrusions are gabbro and diorites. 
The mountain was thrusted on both northern and southern sides by fault zones. Slide 10. In Boga Mountain, I will introduce the newly discovered subaqueous volcano sedimentary succession and its significance. Slide 11. When we talk about subaqueous volcano sedimentary successions, it includes three main components, water lava and unconsolidated sediments, and their interaction mechanism. The interaction mechanism is complex, which include magmatic explosion underwater, cooling and contraction of magma, steam explosion related to bulk interaction and contact and surface interaction during these different processes. It produces different lithological units such as pillow lava, hyaloclastite and pepperite. The processes of interaction between lava and water sediments are still not fully understand, but the textural architecture of these products can tell us about the paleo environment, relative geochronology and geodynamic changes during this eruption. Slide 12. Among these major products of interaction, pillow lava is usually formed during the cooling of hot lava in cold water under steam insulation protection from fracturing. Hyaloclastites are formed during the continuous cooling oscillation cracking of the pillow margins and shredding of glassy surface, which primarily produce pelagonites, a special volcanic glass formed underwater. Another most significant product of this interaction process is pepperite. We have dispersed pepperites, closely packed pepperites, blocky pepperites and fluidal pepperite. Each of them can form under special circumstance, and can tell us much about the eruption environment and dynamic system. Slide 13. The examples of well-developed pepperites and related successions are documented occasionally. In China, some examples of pepperitic successions are reported in Emission, Tarim Basin and western part of Junger Basin, where they were used as a proxy for reconstructing the volcanic edifice and evolution of the regions. In Bogda Mountain, we discovered a well-developed pepperite and related volcano sedimentary successions, but previously, the succession was continuously misinterpreted in literature as ignimbrites or lithostrom formations. Previous studies provided us age constraints of this eruption which is in late Carboniferous early Permian boundary. Slide 14. This study investigates detailed facies architecture of this succession. I have identified four distinctive facies, such as pillow basalts, which changes from huge irregular pillows on top of the succession to smaller, more spherical pillows in the lower part of the succession. Another facies is pillow basalts with interstitial materials, mostly glassy substances. In both of these facies, mineral alteration is common. Slide 15. Another critical facies is hyaloclastite. They show typical glassy texture, quenching and fragmentation caused by oscillation of pillow basalts and disruption of vapor film which keeps the pillows from fragmentation. The broken juvenile clasts paper to be granulated gradually from the margin of the pillows to the interior of the hyaloclastite matrix, both on the field and under microscope. The broken juvenile clasts and pelagonites can be matched to form the original structure of the clasts, indicating autochthonous origin. Slide 16. Particularly interesting facies in the succession is pepperites. The closely packed pepperites appear around the margins of the pillow lavas further into the center of the pepperite domain. Dispersed pepperites are more common. There are both blocky and fluidal pepperite in the domain. Baked fronts and induration are common on the contact zone of clasts and limestone. Blocky pepperites show jigsaw fit texture, while fluidal pepperites fragmented into juvenile clasts. Slide 17. Microscopic features indicate an MM scale intimate interaction between hot lava and limestone sediments. The jigsaw fit texture quenching and alteration zone between two domains are observed. Host limestone is destroyed and spread into lava domain. 
from top to bottom of the succession. 3 is a clear increase in vesicularity from almost non-vesicular and huge irregular lava bodies on top to 3-4% in lower part in pepperites and clasts. Slide 18. As a discussion, this study estimated depth of the eruption environment based on literature review, where the depth of oceanic basins was estimated based on vesicularity of basaltic rocks, based on upward change in vesicularity of lava bodies, and presence of pepperites. We estimated that the depth of the eruption was about 1500-2500 meters deep and show progressively deepening upward. Also, the increase of accumulation of lava bodies indicate the lava influx increased from early phase of eruption to the later stage, indicating an extensional environment. Slide 19. As conclusion, this study has found that the stratigraphy of Bayangao area is characterized by upward facies succession, from pepperite, hyaloclastite, pillow to irregular huge lava bodies. It indicates gradually deepening basin from 1500-2500 meters there is covulcanic sedimentation during eruption. The development of deep extensional basin was coeval with the regional bimodal volcanism, uplift and granite intrusions along strike, all indicating a regional collision and post-collisional extension. Slide 20. Now I will talk about the Carboniferous Thick to Fascist Volcanism in Bogda Mountain and its petrogenesis. Slide 21. The Carboniferous Rocks are best exposed in Liushugao area. As we can see from the profile, major rocks are tough, and some lava and intrusions. They are directly covered by Permian clastic sediments. Slide 22. In field investigation, major rocks and their field relationships indicate that the succession is made of thick well-bedded tough units which is interlayered by lava flows and intruded by sills and dikes. Slide 23. Some autobrexiation of rhyolitic lava produced low domes. On the upper part of the succession the lava units passay into pillow rubble. In this thick volcanic stratigraphic section, normal faults are widespread. Some of them are intruded by basaltic and acidic lava. We presume it's the equivalent rocks of extension-related rocks in Bayangao area. Slide 24. In tough samples. MM scale bioturbation and trace fusils were photographed indicating marine environment. Some other samples show highly fragmented devitrified glassy texture, indicating a pyroclastic feature. Some fracturing of minerals under microscopic shear zones are also identified. Slide 25. Mineral chemistry analysis under electronic microscope show. All of the pyroxenes plot as augites in lava and dikes. Augites in basaltic dikes are crystallized under higher pressure than the granodiorite dikes and rhyolitic lava. Amphiboles from granodiorite dikes classify as edonite. Feldspars in mafic dikes are unanimously albites. There are rare andazine, oligoclase and labradorite crystals. Calcium rich. There are pure K feldspars in granodiorites as well. Slide 26. Whole rock geochemistry analysis indicates. We have all sorts of rocks but there is a clear composition gap of CO2, silica, between 64-68%. Just to compare with this study, another study results from northern part of the Bogda plotted in gray dots. Slide 27. Plots of major oxides and CO2, silica, show a lot of scatter in Na2O sodium and lesser scatter in K2O potassium. Total iron and CO2 show normal fractionation behaviors of linear decline following the increase of CO2. Slide 28. Niobium in all samples show low content, except for trachyte, and these trachyte show similar pattern with rocks on the northern part of Bogda Mountain. Zirconium, barium and thorium show slight increase with the increase of CO2. Silica, in these plots aslo the trachytic rocks show similar pattern with northern Bogda rocks. 
Slide 29. Trace element distribution diagrams show that most rocks has almost unfractionated rare earth element pattern and small, mostly negative. As we can see, the trachyte and trachyandazit rocks show strong LREE fractionation, similar to northern Bogda rocks. In spittergram, all rocks show strong Lyle, large ion lithophile elements, enrichment, and low NB and Ta. Tantalum, its depletion even in mafic rocks is characteristics of arc magmatism. Slide 30. In tectonic discrimination diagram for granitoids, felsic rocks calcify as volcanic arc rocks, and trace element characteristics show IS type granitoid. Slide 31. On tectonic discrimination for mafic rocks, both dikes and lavas plot as volcanic arc basalts, of tholeitic characteristics. Slide 32. Among three samples tested for geochronology, one Smaplum gave good Concordia age of 308 plus negative 6 ma, indicating the Tefascius rocks. Two other rocks reported to give 315 and 319 ma of age. Slide 33. Based on the evidences and study results, this study discussed the eruption environment and concluded it as a marine environment, and they are from pyroclastic density flow, but not sure if it erupted in sea or later ran into sea after subaerial eruption. Higher pressure clinopyroxene indicate that they were emplaced at depth. Slide 34. The classification diagrams and plots indicate the rocks of this succession belong to typical cock-alkaline island arc assemblage. They plot in volcanic arc field. Depletion in NB and Ta. Tantalum. Is characteristics of arc magmatism of subduction origin. Re-diagram and spidergram show not remarkable fractionation. Indicating not complicated history and lack of crust contamination form subduction system. Slide 35. As a conclusion, the evidences show that the late Carboniferous rocks of SW Bogda rocks comprises of marine tufts and minor lavas of low K-cock alkaline composition, suggestion and arc-related origin. The 4km stratigraphic thickness implies deposition in subsiding, likely extensional basin. Minor high K-trachytic rocks interbuted in in the succession. Equivalent rocks in northern part of Bogda mountain are also predominantly marine trachytic. Slide 36. Based on the Carboniferous and Early Permian successions, I am going to present tectonic and geoenvironmental and evolution of Bogda Mountain during C. P1. Slide 37. During the Late Carboniferous, Major volcanic rocks in southwestern Bogda show alkaline character, indicating arc affinity, while further up to the north, equivalent rocks show high, K-marine trachytic character in north Bogda and subaerial trachytic character in Batamayanitian FM of Kalamali area, both of them implying back arc affinity. All of these demonstrate a northward subduction system in the region during this period. Slide 38. The Fasces architecture of subaqueous volcano sedimentary succession indicates 1,500 negative 2,500 meters deep. Upward deepening basin during late Carboniferous early Permian periods. Coeval bimodal volcanism, uplifting, and granitic intrusions in other parts of North Bogda indicate a local extension in the region, and a shift in the tectonic evolution from northward subduction and collision in Carboniferous to post-collisional extension in late Carboniferous early Permian period. Slide 39. After presenting tectonic evolution of Bogda Mountain, this study also made regional geochronological correlations of main tectonic events in the Circumjunga region. Slide 40. Critical data were collected from Circumjunga regions, 
namely from South Bogda, North Bogda, Kalamali Belt in East Jungar, Wulungao Depression, Darbat from West Jungar, and Arabasi FM from North Shyanshan, and based on these data, slide 41, based on the geochronological data and other evidences, this study proposed three-phase tectonic events during late Paleozoic, major tectonic events took place in early Devonian, late Carboniferous and early Permian, slide 42. In early Carboniferous, East Jungar developed a phyolytic belt, and it is followed by flish formations and clastic sedimentation, indicating the closure of Kalamali Ocean, and Collison of Bogda and East Jungar new cycle of northward subduction started beneath the Bogda Arc slide 43, in late Carboniferous, North Shyanshan and Jungar collided following the closure of the ocean, this period was characterized by production of thick tuff in South Bogda, Trachytic back arc in North Bogda and Kalamali belt further north indicating the final stage of northward subduction system in the region. At the same period, a northeast trending strike-slip fault zone led to the southward subduction of residual East Jungar Ocean beneath North Shyanshan and formed Arbasi Arc, and caused deepening of the Bogda Basin Wulungao Depression. Slide 44. Finally, in the late Carboniferous early Permian boundary, the region experienced post-collisional extension under regional dextral strike-slip faults which exerted the intrusion of peperitic subaqueous volcanic sedimentary rocks, lahars, granitic intrusions and clastic sedimentation. Slide 45. As a conclusion, this study proposed a three-phase tectonic evolution in circumjunga regions, which included subduction collision post-collisional extensional processes and uplift, erosional sedimentation in subsided basin. Slide 46. To provide a similar evolutionary model, this study compared the tectonic evolutionary model of Jungar Basin with the evolution of Mediterranean. Slide 47. Both of the Mediterranean and Jungar Basins are pseudo-triangular regions, developed by multiphase subduction amalgamation of the Paleo-Oceans and tectonic blocks. Mediterranean Sea is caused by the closure of Tethys Ocean between African and European plates. It is evolution include many subduction zones and multiphase extension. Slide 48. Recent studies have proposed two-phase evolutionary model. In the first phase, around late Cretaceous to Eocene Oligocene, an eastward subduction beneath Alps and Baltics on the west and Dinarides and Hellenides on the east dominated the entire Mediterranean region, which caused the closure of Tethys Ocean between Africa and European plates. In late Eocene Oligocene periods, the subduction polarity shifted to west formed westward subduction beneath Apennine and Margrabide's origin on west and Carpathians on east. At the same time, the subduction slab started to retreat and Alps passive margins from phase 1 detached from Alps and during this slab rollback and fast speed extension the Mediterranean Sea opened by under westward subduction, slab roll, back and multiface extension system, similar to Bogda and Kalamali belts. Subduction-related continental margins generated cock-alkaline and shoshanitic magmatic episodes, and followed by trachytic, alkaline tholeitic magmatism in the Bacarc regions. Therefore, this analogy may provide supports for the three-phase evolutionary model of Jungar Basin. Slide 49. Finally, I am going to conclude my defense. Slide 50. This study proposes that Carboniferous thick to fascist volcanic successions formed under volcanic arc-related environment. Northward dominance of high potassium trachytic volcanic rocks indicates back arc environment further north. This northward developed arc back arc system indicates northward subduction and collision in Carboniferous, 
The late Carboniferous early Permian subaqueous volcano sedimentary succession indicate progressively deepening basin of 1,500 negative 2,500 meters deep, indicating an extensional basin. Great thickness of marine pyroclastic in Liushugao area and Wulungao depression also indicate great subsidence, may be related to the regional post-collisional extension. It all indicates a late Carboniferous early Permian tectonic translin. Regional correlations of main tectonic events indicate three-phase tectonic evolution in Junger region. Late Paleozoic evolution of Junger Basin analogues to Mesozoic evolution of Mediterranean Sea, a multiphase process. Slide 53. This is the list of my publications. Slide 54. And that concludes my defense presentation today. Thank you so much for your attention. Thank you.